Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. We got with us today. Um, I don't want to call him a knucklehead. I want to say I want to say he's a he's a lot and a little. So he's a a, a big energy source in a, in a in a tiny little package. God makes things in really tiny packages, really really good. That's Mario Fields today. We got Sergeant Major Fields with us. Excuse me, Sergeant Major Mario Fields. Uh, welcome to the show, my friend. How are you? Hey, what's up, Stephen? My old Sergeant of Marines slash Corporal Marines. Slash, 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 the guy to have my back in Iraq, man. How you doing, brother? It's good. It's, it's good to see you. It's good to see you, my friend. Things are, things are good. I, I, want to, I want people to know, um, first of all, what were some things – we're, we're going to just dive right in. I mean, I, here's, here's the thing. We follow a, a pretty strict format here, and that is we don't have a whole lot of fluff. We've got a motto on Knucklehead Podcast, and that is don't be beta. So all that does is encourages people to, uh, to not shirk away from the responsibility of taking yeah. ownership of their life, taking ownership of the mistakes that they've made, <laughs> and being willing to go out and screw up because they know they're going to learn. So uh, I'm interested. What, 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 was, what were some things that early on that you got started with, uh, whether it was in your Marine Corps pursuit or what was your development? What, why is it that you joined the Marine Corps? Tell us a little bit about you. Hey, so first of all, man, I got to correct you, man. I was a knucklehead. I think all of us were knuckleheads, man. I wasn't born like this. Well, I was born short, but I wasn't born, you know, the motivator. Man, I was a knucklehead. So when I was in high school, man, I liked to party. I liked girls, and I liked to party, and I had no discipline. So I would be studying. If a female called me, man, I stopped studying. I went to the party. Then I said, hey, you know what? I need to get some discipline, or else my dad and mom are going to kill me. <laughs> yeah. So... So I saw that, you know, so at the end of the day, it was, it, was, it was his corporal. His name was Matias. He came back. He graduated from my high school. He came back, you know, to visit the high school. And he was probably about five foot two. And he was squared away. Comp- yeah, he was short, but brother. And he was squared away. He was confident. And he was like, hey, 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 you got good to go. You, know, you got to be like this, good to go. And I was like, man, that dude's he had disciplined. Did voice, too? Did he, did he have the, like, the little, the little bit of rap? Was he like, hey, hey. Hey, listen up right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, here I am, 17 from Pontiac, Michigan, man. I'm like, man, that's some good stuff. I ain't never heard no voice like that. And he was so (laughs) (laughs) – Hey, 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 Steven, he was so confident, though, man, to be five foot nothing, brother. I was like, man, I think – hey, I was like, I could join the Marine Corps real quick for, you know, maybe a couple of years, get some discipline, and that way when I go to college, right, and they say, Mario – you want to come out, come to this party? Hell no. I got to study. <laughs> That's, awesome. That's awesome. That's obviously probably not the way that everything went down. However, in your mind, listen, that's how it's going to work out. If he can do it, I know I can do it. Uh, that's the cool thing about mistakes. That's the cool thing about relatable leadership. I heard somebody say uh, not too long ago, there's a disconnect between groupthink and collaborative leadership format. And would you say that, you know, your decision to join the Marine Corps helped you to be more relatable to your Marines or more relatable to your, uh, your officers that you're, that you're kind of have a responsibility to influence in their decision-making. So, so I'll be honest, a lot of it started before I joined, you know, so before I joined, yeah, I grew up in a diverse, you know, area, 
so even before I joined, man, I was able to interact with, you know, whites, blacks, interracial, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, Arabs. Michigan has the largest Arab population in the world. Yep. When I joined the Marine Corps, the Marine Corps just taught me how to leverage everybody's culture, you know, how to tap in to everybody's worth to accomplish the mission. But it taught me that everybody's different, man, but you, you got to be able to relate to everybody, the country boy, the city boy, the broke boy, the, you know, the homeless girl to, to accomplish one mission. And that's what the Marine Corps did. The Marine Corps taught me how to do that. Yeah, absolutely. I know you've got at least one example where that blew up in your face, though, where you were like, oh, shoot. Um, that ain't hey, hell yeah. What was what's one of those times where you didn't anticipate it blowing up in your face, but it did? Yeah, man. Hey, so... You know, it was just, it was just one, you know, one Marine, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I thought he's black, but he was from the West Indies. You know, he, you know, it's different, you know, yeah, he wasn't Yeah, He was from like Trinidad or Tobago. And I assumed that he was just a, you know, black dude from like Detroit yeah. and I was wrong. And he could speak fluent French. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I prejudged him. I was prejudiced. And when I approached him, you know, to talk about, you know, I thought I can connect to him and talk kind of city. But when I got done talking like I was from the hood, you know, he looked at me like, you're an idiot. <laughs> He's like, we're not speaking the same language at all. So it's, it's interesting. Nope. That's how I feel all the time whenever I'm, I'm, I try to talk to, to people like that. It just doesn't, it just doesn't, it doesn't register. There's almost as like I'm talking through a filter. They look at me like I got something growing out of my forehead. Half the time I I got something on my face that I don't even know that I do, but that's just me. That's just me. You, sometimes you just got to own it and say, hey, listen, do, do I got something in my teeth? And play it off and just go from there. That's just how, that's just how it works. Awkward environments call for um, some weird transitions. I'll just put it to you that way. <laughs> it, it did, it did Stephen. You know, but what I learned from that, man, I learned a valuable lesson. You know, I never prejudge anyone. You know, I need to be patient. I need to get to know them. And I, I don't care who they are, what, you know, color, gender, but I need to be patient and, and learn where they're from and then better communicate by trying to attempt to think that I know where they're from. And that's what I really learned from that, in, that, that situation, bro. Well, that's, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a different, it's a maturation process, right? So you, you had a, uh, an exposure to different, a diverse data set or a, a diverse group of people prior to the Marine Corps. And then you had this kind of rigidity in terms of how you've, how you were taught lessons and that's what the Marine Corps does is they provide structure and discipline and order where uh, where quite frankly things are completely unstructured there's a lack of discipline and things are completely disordered um, I think it was Rumsfeld that talked about you know you go to war with the with the army you have not necessarily the army that you want right and so you got to go make it work and uh, you figured out how to kind of make applesauce out of apples during your time in but that's giving you some unique perspective you know, we're, we have a responsibility to lead people, but what are some leadership lessons that you feel like you've been able to develop that have your own spin on it that the Marine Corps has kind of thrust you into? What, what, are, some, what are some examples of those? Well, I, I would tell you this, man. One thing I have learned from the Marine Corps and, and through failing, of course, and I just highlighted one of them, is the constant is everybody human beings. You know, that, that's the thing that hasn't changed since 1775, my friend. Is everybody's a human being. You know, but now you just got to learn, and I had to learn, how do I articulate, you know, my, my message, my leadership? How do I be firm and fair 
But at the end of the day, where everybody knows, hey, Fields may have yelled at me or Fields may have been disappointed. But at the end of the day, man, but we know that guy cares. And, and through failure, you know, through failing up front, and not just in leadership, hell, I failed swim qual. I failed swim qual in boot camp, man, until the last day, dog. <laughs> wow. Really? It, I did. As a matter of fact, the drill instructor said, my senior drill instructor said, if you don't pass today, you are done. And that failing, and I failed the whole time. And you know what part I kept failing? The easy part. <laughs> We're talking about like when you just, you just go across the, like the, the shallow. That's what time, you kept on failing that? No, no way. Yeah, because my feet couldn't touch the ground. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. I just, no. I've stood next no. to you. No, I, I was failing. So when I went through swim call, I was failing the part where you pull the pack and you put it up under you and then you float. So, yes. <laughs> that's like the easiest part. You just Steve, that's, Steve, that's, yeah. So, so I failed swim qual from the first time we did it until mess and maintenance and then the last day for swim qual before they were going to send me back. And, and failing multiple times yeah. taught me to lean on my recruits, lean on, you know, lean on the guy on the left and right. Everybody in the platoon had faith in me, man. It didn't matter who you were. And I just didn't give up. But that taught me that no matter what, brother, no matter what, failure is great because it gives you that extra skill set and wisdom to be even better, man. Yeah, you, you, I remember whenever we were getting ready. So full transparency, everybody who's listening to this podcast, uh, I was a corporal uh, who liked to complain, right? And Sergeant Major Fields was first Sergeant Fields at the time. And I remember one time we were at CACs in 29 Palms, and he pulled me aside and he goes, he goes, listen, Corporal Cole here. And, I, and I'm, I'm probably 5'11", on a good day, six foot, right? And he's, he, don't let him lie to you. He's four. Be careful. He's not five. Be two. careful. I'm just messing with you. No, no, no. He, he's looking <laughs> up at me and he goes, he goes, Corporal Cole, listen, uh, I don't, I, I know a lot of people and you will not go on this deployment if you continue to complain. And I remember, I just, I didn't understand. And it wasn't, he, he, he it was a, it was a, it was a, a just an introduction to reality, understanding that he could very easily snatch me up and he had just he adjusted my attitude. He may not even remember that, but that twenty to thirty seconds of of uh, of reality check that I got changed the rest of my time in the Marine Corps. Um, he he helped me uh, through a lot of things. I remember some some fireside chats that we can talk about some other time. But I will tell you what his his transparency, the authenticity, and the leadership it held you accountable to a standard that was never lower. And it was always something that he provided. And I remember him talking about our command whenever we were going to, uh, on the deployment. He said that you'll notice there's good commands and then there's also commands that need some help. Those commands that are good, we operate as a unit. And he was always consistent, leading by example, always out in front of his Marines, uh, leading the charge. So I always appreciated that about you. You and Mass Sergeant Smith were two of my favorite people on the planet. So. Uh, well, well, hell, now I can tell you the secret, man, because as a first sergeant, you can fire me. The company's good. I needed you for employment. No, I'm just. <laughs> I see. All right. Well, the truth comes out 10 years later. The lesson, <laughs> the lesson doesn't change. So. <laughs> no, you're, you're a good, good person. I knew you were a good human being. And I said, you know what? I got to try a different tactic because he's so intellectually sound. 
I'm going to have to piss him off or do something different to get him to understand. Well, it, it works. <laughs> it, helped, it helped me in the accountability aspect that I was lacking at the time. So I appreciate, always appreciate that. No, um, no worries, Steve. With that, with that said, um, you, you've gone through some, some changes over the course of your, uh, of your Marine Corps career. Obviously, you've got personal challenges. You've seen, when I say personal challenges, some people would say a hangnail is a personal challenge. Uh, I dare them to talk to you and, and talk to them about some of the things that you've been able to overcome. Uh, you mind sharing some, some, uh, some things that you've witnessed over your time in the Marine Corps that have actually helped you develop the character uh, the honor, the courage, the commitment, the integrity that's needed that you see in leadership or that's lacking in leadership nowadays that, that you feel like is a good lesson that you've learned in the past. Yeah, so I'll hit, up, I'll hit uh, three things real quick. First, my family, my wife. You know, when I, when my marriage took a beating early in my career is because I was putting my career first. Um, and, 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 you know, and you couldn't convince me otherwise, right? And then what I realized was that I, I was putting so much energy into my career, the Marine Corps, which is not a career, you know, it's, you know, I love it. It's, it's a culture, it's a life, but no matter what adjective you use, I put so much energy into it that I started neglecting my wife and then my, my children. And so I had to change that balance. The second thing was my 21 year old son, you know, last year got diagnosed with bipolar and schizo. And I grew up with mental illness in my, my mom's side of the family, but I never had to live with it. Um, and it, it, in what, in our relationship was very, very difficult because I didn't understand his world. I was trying to get him to come to my world. And what he taught me was sometimes you need to come to the subordinates world to understand how they see things. And it really changed my relationship with my son when I said, you know what, let me meet him halfway, brother. You know, let me meet him halfway. Even my daughter on certain, certain things that, I, that she doesn't like, she's 23. But I had to really compromise. I wouldn't say compromise, you just got to be amenable and know yourself and seek self-improvement. It can't always be your way. And then the last thing was myself. When I came back from my Afghanistan in May of 2011, brother, I was drinking alcohol, man, Monday through Monday. And it was my wife and my daughter that said, hey, my daughter's like, you're an alcoholic. <laughs> you know, but my wife was like, Lamar, you're really drinking way too much. And I was, man, I was drinking a lot. And I drink bourbon. And uh, so I said, hey, look, if, if, if I don't, you know, if I don't get this under control, you know, then, then I'm going to check myself in. But I started noticing, like, very emotional. Man, I cry over Allison Chains. Hey, here comes the rooster. Man, I'll be crying driving to the cherry point. <laughs> You know, and I'm like, this ain't normal, man. So I was like, hey, either you got courage, right? And you don't care if somebody judges you and you say, hey, I need some help. Or you cannot have courage and kind of hold it in. And I said, screw that, man. I got courage. You know, so I went, got some help. I'm a car carrying member. I love my psychiatrist. Chris is awesome. And, you know, those are the three big events, I would say, recently that really, really shaped me, brother. It was a good book. That's, I appreciate you sharing that. There's a, there's a really good book. Uh, Lewis House talks about the mask and masculinity, about how there's, a, there's an overcompensation effect. That, I mean, it's really just kind of imposter syndrome where you, you feel inadequate by some event, right? And so you get emotionally attached or tied up to whatever that event is. And, uh, and, you, and you start to mask it, you know, whether it's a 
whether it's um, through uh, substance or self-medication or uh, some people do it through out earning or outworking a problem and then they they end up putting themselves in a financial position that's that's less than advantageous so um, not everybody pulls themselves out of that scenario so it, it's that's that's a credit to your structure the structure the family structure and the support network that you have and it's also uh, also you've probably seen a lot of marines screw themselves up with not getting help so that's a yeah and you you know here's another thing steve I, what i used to do is interview like the vietnam vets man and, and, and the older people because i figured i said hell i'm gonna fail because it's good you know but I want to interview the wise old man and woman. So maybe I don't make the same mistake, man. And when I interviewed those Vietnam vets, brother, they're, they're the ones that actually gave me the wisdom and common sense to not make the same mistakes they made. And that, that really helped me early on in life. You know, I think I started talking to them when I was three years old, my friend, and, uh, you know, and I just kept talking to them. Three. <laughs> <laughs> What surprised me, you probably came out, you were like asking the doctor, hey, can you give me a sandwich? I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> you came out. Uh, all right, so you've got, we've got a, a few minutes left here, and I'm interested in, in what you're doing now. So, I mean, you're, you're Sergeant Major, Wounded Warrior Battalion, um, but you've got plans. You, you're going to be doing some stuff uh, uh, post-Marine Corps career, and you're probably going to yep. be doing some things. Uh, while you're active that set the foundation for that. So can you talk about that a little bit and, and uh, where can people find you? Where can people support you? And how can they find out more about what you're doing? Yes, yeah, Steve. So, hey, Steven. So I got, uh, first of all, I got my YouTube channel, uh, 5'3 Motivator. All you got to do is Google it and a whole bunch of stuff will come up. But make sure you just check, you know, click on the YouTube channel. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter at 30 underscore SEC sec underscore moto. And believe it or not, right before we went live on, on this, um, I opened up a Reddit account. Did you? I, I did. Okay. And I posted my first video on Reddit. And you can follow me on 5-3-motivator on Reddit. And I'm also on the USMC. I subscribe to the USMC. Uh, and then Facebook, I'm at Mario Field Sr. Um, and so if anybody wants to follow me, man, they can, they can – uh, use those social media platforms. And then what I'm going to do when I get out, so I'm going to retire next year, probably around July, August. I'm going to do Gerald TC, but I'm also going to start my own motivational speaking consulting company. Um, and that's the future plans uh, for me. And the, uh, and the basis of my motivational company will be the acronym DRIVE. And then I will go around and discuss what does DRIVE mean and how does that tie into time, relationships, and service. Those are all great. Uh, <clears throat> those are all great. I want to say pillars to a business, right? So your the component that you you're, that you're using there is uh, well. There's some, there's some, there's something to be said about the Marine Corps and their difference. The difference how they promote as opposed to uh, the other branches of service, where you have to take a physical test in order to you know constitute some type of uh, merit based promotion. Marine Corps, uh, it's a you know, there's a physical fitness component. There's a uh, there's obviously a merit component, but then there's a, this proficiency and conduct marks. And then as you get through the ranks, it, it a lot of it has to do with your accountability and taking ownership of your career. Um, I think that there's something to be said about a lack of accountability, so to speak, uh, in industry uh, commercially. That somebody like you, with your experience, could add a significant amount of value to a lot of organizations that are out there. So. Um, 
there's a lot of experience that you bring to the table. So I, I think an organization would be better off just for having, having you as a part of it, for sure. Well, I can be your secretary. I mean, I can start off small and be your secretary, and you can probably promote me to marketing. I think I'd do pretty good. We can tell you. Yeah, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we had a we had a we had a, a Navy SEAL uh, on JP Denell. He's part of the Echelon Front. J uh, Jocko Willenick, um, you know, uh, musters that they have. Lake Baven and, and Jocko Willenick. They were they were part of the uh, the Battle Ramadi, and I think it was in 2005, I believe 2004, 2005. But those guys, he talks. He wrapped at the end of that conversation. He said, "Hey, listen, if you're struggling out there." as a veteran with mental health, if you're struggling out there uh, in a transition where you're starting to kind of create some disruption and you're messing yourself up, um, call me, contact me, let me know. And he, he made himself available and it was from the heart. It's, it's, it's kind of humbling to see somebody with that level of experience and that level of service similar, not all that dissimilar to yourself to say, Hey, I, I've learned some things, learn from my mistakes don't just listen to me because I'm entertaining. I'll entertain you. You'll laugh. But I got something that I want to teach you, too. And I think that that's admirable. Yeah, yeah, no. And, and so I'm glad you brought that up because, one, it's refreshing to know there's some other, you know, brothers in arms that are genuine and genuinely care um, and that are out there helping veterans and folks that need help. And then number two, man, you know, folks can follow me. I get emails all the time. I yeah. get uh, text messages all the time that if the, if there if anyone needs any help or they need resources i'm at wounded warrior battalion so i got a lot of resources all you got to do is email me mpfields302 at msn.com and i can get any resources to you in regards to behavioral health mental health any of that stuff hell you might just want to know if there's a charitable org out there and i can push that to my team and we'll get you what, we, what you need I just did that today for somebody in Niwakuni, brother. So absolutely, that sure did this morning. And the team came up, my uh, my uh, psychiatrist came up on the net and we had a recovery care managers, retired sergeant major. They all came up, man. So yeah, I'm here. Well, that's um, uh, that's a that's an incredible resource for for people. He just gave uh, his email address that you can get in touch with him. Active duty Marine at a wounded warrior battalion. Uh, not everybody understands the level of resources or the depth uh, that goes into that amount of support that's there. Uh, so that's a, that's a huge, that, that's a huge offer uh, that people, that people that need help, or if you know somebody who needs some help, that's a resource that you can, uh, that you can access right there. So uh, we got, we got literally just uh, about two minutes left here. So let me, let me, let me dive in. Is there any last, uh, any last things that you want to, uh, that you want to touch on before we jam out of here, uh, Sergeant Major? Yeah, yeah. So on on a YouTube channel four playlist, one is on mental health, the other one is kind of on million dollar cribs or whatever to make you laugh. One is highlighting Marines and sailors doing great things, and the other one is professional advice. And the last thing is Mark Twain has a lot of quotes, but the one I live by is the two most important days in a man's life: the day that man's born, the day that man wakes up and realizes why. And my purpose in life is to serve and help those who I can. That's my close remarks, you motivator. <laughs> I, love I love it. I love it. There's a lot of people I've met throughout the years. Uh, some of them are really, really incredible people. Um, some of them, not necessarily, they, they, they try it hard. Uh, and then there's some people who actually make a difference, right? And there's, there's those three tiers, and you can have that top tier 
you're talking about a fraction of a percentage and we're happy to be talking to one. I'm excited about having uh, him on the podcast. I'm excited to see what he does uh, from this point forward, uh, not just in his career, but uh, as he wraps up his Marine Corps career and, and it just passes. I'm just, I'm, I'm excited to see what you do. So anything that I can do to help, let me know. So I'm excited to have you. I'm excited to have you on. I'm excited to have you on again, for sure. You know the deal, same here, tell your family, say hello, man. And I do remember when you were five for 11, when I talked to you, you got on your tippy toes. And I knew you were tall, but I said, I'm going to punch you in your kneecaps to bring you down to my level. I love you, brother. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, listen, don't be beta about the process. You got to be willing out there, willing to go out there and, uh, and get yourself some wins. You can yes, sir. You can find more on, about, uh, about Sergeant Major Fields and all those social media channels that he just plugged. You can find them on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. He's on Reddit. Watch out now. And he's also on Facebook. Left his personal email address for those of you who are struggling with uh, uh, some mental health challenges. But don't hesitate to reach out to listen to Knucklehead Podcast here on uh, here on Instagram. Listen to us on Facebook. You can also check us out on uh, on iTunes. There's a there's a there's an actual app uh, called Podcast on iTunes. So <laughs> we'll talk to you soon. Appreciate y'all. See ya.